No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature concept. The views and opinions expressed by the host announcer, those of the host, listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smackin' a Raw Podcast episode 212. I am your host, the warden Matt Ritter, and I am here with two very special guests today. Both good friends of the show from Twitter. First and foremost, JJ, Jocelyn, how are you today? I'm absolutely great. How are you doing? Good, good, good. And this has been a long time coming because I got to do some work with you, I believe, on Young Kings. Yes. But uh, we have not done this since. Uh, waiting for Vince to go away. And then I, Vince said he wanted to work with you. So I guess we, we'll make it happen. And also, the man that does all of the videos for me on Twitter, he is a producer, musician. He is at Heel Tactics underscore. Justin, how you been, man? Good, man. How about y'all? Good, good, good. Oh, yeah. And, good, uh, good. Daddy Delgado's here. He's here too. So <laughs> Daddy's home, Matt. Don't try to undersell me. Don't try to undersell me. You're happy Listen, I'm here. You came on the show. First off, you text me and said, I want to come in last. So let me know when everyone else is here. Then I text you back and said, just bring your ass. And you show up not only with your nameplate saying Seamus's face mask, but with a picture of Seamus's face mask <laughs> as your avatar. Because this Boy. gimmick now has has given a life unto itself. It uh, really you made has, man. What would Seamus do? Uh, memes that I know JJ was not happy about uh, the slander. I mean, you know, I kind of just like woke up this morning and I decided that I would be Seamus's pr- protective face mask and just protect him from all the slander and hate from this universe, man. See, you say that, but what I'm hearing is you want Seamus to wear you on his face. That's what I'm hearing. Ooh. I mean, we are on Pornhub. It would be apropos if that were to happen here. You know, it's oh, not like man. you'd be like Patrick the Starfish. Just I do love SpongeBob. I do love me a good SpongeBob reference, man. That's that's good, man. I'm I'm down for it. I mean, Seamus, if you're down to hit up my DMs, we can work something out for Pornhub, man. <laughs> I've been trying to get you on OnlyFans all this time. All I had to do was hit up Seamus and see if he was into it. Oh, and I agreed to this. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I've been drinking. So I'm a little bit. Oh, oh there we go. There we go. <laughs> well, let's get into the show. As always, we want you guys to go check out my pin tweet at my writer. This is M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. And there you can check out What a Maneuver, uh, the Black Lives Matter t-shirts made by Young Kings Wrestling. I have it on very good authority that the Wolfpack shirts are coming, but more of a priority right now, they do have the black and pink version for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which is coming up. 
So uh, to support that as well, go check that out. Go get yourself one. And that money always is put into a fund uh, that TC curates. And then the money is donated to a good cause. Um, put in the hands of the people who are affected by police brutality and other social injustices. So uh, please go check them out, support them, put your money there, as we always ask you to do every week. So if you're new, do it. If you're old and you haven't done it, go do it. It's a great sure, shirt. Sure. It's a great shirt. I have like three of them. Yeah, I know you do. You got more of their <laughs> shirts than you do our shirts. Oh. To be fair, we don't really want to go into our shops about our whole t-shirt situation. That's opening up a whole can I mean, of worms that you don't really want to go into. That's a you, Travis, thing. That ain't got nothing to do with We're me. Not I just tell you. I'm waiting on the tote. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get it. I just want the tote. That's all I want. I've been waiting for that since April. This is September. That's the Travis problem. That's, the Travis that's... told me I'm going to have to keep waiting. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, man. More or less. More or less. <laughs> well, see. The issue is Travis wants to transfer over to supporting black owned businesses. And apparently he's ran into some hiccups in that department, getting things done and underway, but it sounds like things are moving forward and we're on the horizon of getting, getting a deal done, but he's, he's ran into some issues in that search uh, to do that. So um, what Matt's trying to say is that it'll happen sometime 2023. It, it, I, I don't know if you're going to get Dungeons After Dark first if you're going to get that, but one of those is coming eventually. So <laughs> something, some something's coming. Just just like some other things that came tonight on SmackDown. We'll talk about that. We'll talk yeah, about that. Relax, relax. <laughs> All in good time. And so we got some uh, news to get through first. So uh, Mick Foley got shit on by everyone on the internet that apparently are hardcore WWE fans. For his opinion about AEW and the fact that WWE may be in trouble due to some of the great things AEW is doing and some of the mistakes that WWE is making. Uh, and he made fantastic points. If you haven't seen the video, I cannot speak as well as McFoley. So go check the video out. Uh, it's on his Twitter. But I heard he got some heat from WWE officials, uh, supposedly, but also just a lot of people on the internet like the, they made you famous. This is where you came from. But like, it's not about that. I don't understand what people like. Listen, I work for a company. I've worked for that company for 12 years. I have made a lot of money working for that company. It doesn't mean I don't have criticisms about that company. It doesn't mean I'm going to suck that company's dick every chance I get. Like, it's not going to happen. So I don't expect other people to do the same thing. Yes, Mick Foley had a fantastic run in WWE. He was hired as an example of what it's going to feel like for JR to fail by trying to push someone that Vince thought had no potential. And then the guy just got over anyway. So like they never even had plans for him when they gave him his first contract. Then the guy blew up, had a great career. It doesn't mean he doesn't have insight or an opinion and all of his opinions and insight have to be WWE is the greatest thing ever. And everything they're doing is right. Cause it's not, it's not. I mean, he didn't really say anything too far out. He was just kind of addressing a lot of the concerns that us as wrestling fans have been having about NXT talent being called up and not having any continuity. Like, look at Karrion Cross, looking at Keith Lee, just like even like small little things like changing theme songs, changing the gear, like changing a character. Like, there's no like consistency between NXT and main roster. And that's basically all McFoley is saying. It's like, if something's working in NXT, don't change it when you get up to the main roster. And 
that's what he was saying about an AEWs that there is some continuity there. And he was just kind of praising AEW and he wasn't saying it to trash WWE. He was just kind of like as kind of almost kind of like as a concerned fan for WWE, it's like, hey, you know, I'm concerned with the way you guys are going about things. I would like for you guys to change for the better. That's where it came from when I listened to the, the video and watched it. That's what I took. It just lit a fire on them. Mm-hmm. That's what that, it was. That's what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And part of these rumors about WWE is that they're looking for more talent. Because I also heard the uh, the inspiration talk about this on their podcast, uh, which is actually really fun to listen to and worth worth a listen. But uh, WWE is getting away from hiring indie talent, like a lot of the guys that just left and went over to AEW, and they're looking to hire more people who have skill sets outside of wrestling or outside of professional wrestling. So uh, they just signed Gable Stevens, Olympic gold medalist uh, this year. Um, Also, I believe they signed his younger brother. So they're hiring more athletes and personalities away from the independent wrestling scene uh, to see what they bring in, which is great and fine. But, I mean, these these aren't people who have dedicated their entire lives to a profession. These aren't people who live breathe and die professional wrestling the people that are struggling out on the independents who their goal is to make it to wwe are now essentially being told well right now we're not really looking for you so just maybe in a couple of years we'll change our mind but for now we don't want you i'm glad you dedicated your life to this and you worked really hard but we don't really give a fuck about you right now we want people that have never wrestled before in their lives that's what we want to bring in that's what we want to build they can yeah. mold them to the, what they feel as entertainment quality. As um, as as we like to put it when Reek's around, uh, so they can groom them, because uh, Reek is a big fan of grooming. Uh, so yes, which is ironic because uh, he has nothing he can groom. Not that kind of grooming. Hey, it's yo, not that kind yeah. of grooming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily love AEW, but I do like what they're doing. They're actually trying. They're doing stuff. They're just throwing whatever they can at the wall and seeing what's going to stick sometimes. But they they pull in all the people that everybody loves. And everybody's leaving WWE. And all they really got is the, the new crop that's going to be on NXT 2.0, whatever that may be. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, they, if they do like what they do there, they can just pull them straight up and they can stay the same person because like y'all say consistency that's all anybody's really asking for and mm-hmm. i think that's what this new rebranding of nxt is supposed to be because if you go back and watch the earlier days of nxt like character guys like a bray wyatt with the wyatt family when they called up they were the exact same character the, like mm-hmm. you had like guys like a biggie langston almost almost the same character a rusev similar characters when they got called up it i think the the thing that changed for nxt was when they got really hot and decided to become the new like wwe version of ring of honor or new japan pro wrestling or pwg that's where things changed because now you're over here looking at these guys it's like this is what i like and wwe just kind of really wanted nxt to be kind of their breeding ground to like develop and like groom new talents for the main roster here that term comes up once again matt and i i think that's a good thing and a bad thing because we've seen instances and examples of wrestlers 
being able to be one of the top biggest names in their generation, names like Trish Stratus, Brock Lesnar, John Cena, uh, Kurt Angle. Did I say Kurt Angle already? No. But, but Batista. Uh, Batista. These are all names. Like Grant. Granted, they're very few and far between. But these are names that didn't have independent wrestling experience but grew to love this profession even the bella twins who get a lot of shit but i love the bella twins like with a fucking passion and they worked and bust their ass off and they became fans of this sport so i think it there's a there's a place for all aspects of type of talent not only just grooming the ones that you want but also bringing in veterans and experience indie wrestlers as well just to point out that every person that you listed there has been beaten by the greatest mass wrestler of all time the undertaker um moving on though so my the, the last bit of news and rumors speci- this is specifically just for me so my favorite comedian um over the last few years has been ron funches and he is a very big wrestling fan and apparently he's getting into some independent wrestling he's uh feuding with tony deppen who i'm not very familiar with but apparently exists uh out on the independent scene looks like they're going to be having a match uh he was promoting it on uh one of the late night talk shows but I have an issue with Ron Funches because he made fun of Tony for still having a Hotmail account in 2021. And I also still have a Hotmail account in 2021 because I have had no reason to get rid of that Hotmail account. Like I also have Gmail accounts, but it's my main account. It's what I put on everything. I've got no reason to get rid of it. Like I'm not updating everything and getting rid of that one. It still fucking works. So fuck you, Ron Funches. Don't hate on my goddamn Hotmail account. (laughs) Oh, JJ, man. where would you like to start? Hmm. Let's start with let's be different. Let's start with SmackDown. We're gonna start oh, with SmackDown. All right. So uh the bloodline kicks off the show. Roman runs, says he runs WWE, New York, and Madison Square Garden. Uh Brock comes out, asks Paul why he didn't tell Roman that he was gonna be at SummerSlam. He's like basically implying that he knew Paul about shit himself did not know what to say did not know what to do uh roman and the bloodline leave paul tries to kind of turn coat and does the whole for the last 20 years i have been the advocate intro and brock's like yeah i'm not buying it before roman fires you i'm gonna give you like five seconds accept my challenge for a match for the title and paul just doesn't know what to do with himself brock counts down puts him up in the f5 roman comes back there's a little bit of scuffle. And of course, the Usos are there to get their asses kicked by Brock uh, as Paul and Roman escape. Um, then we got an interview with Paul backstage. He's terrified uh, and basically tells Kayla that they're going to get the answer from Roman, but it's going to be on Roman's time later tonight, and which always means it's going to be at the end of the show. Thank you, baby. I love you. Um, eight man tag team match, good guys versus bad guys. The only thing that mattered here was Sami Zayn was dressed in all New York gear and then brought out some guy that plays basketball by the name of Trey Young. That apparently put some respect on my boy Trey Young's name. That man is a baller, he's a cold blooded killer. They did not like him. Um, no, they did not for obvious reasons. He eliminated the New York Knicks Knicks in the dirt. Yes, (laughs) so. You, you can only put respect on someone's name if you know who they are. And to know who they are, you have to watch what they do. And as you know, 
I stopped watching basketball back when Michael Jordan stopped playing. So I have no idea who this man is. You're missing out. He's not a Kobe. He's not Tim Duncan. He's not Shaquille O'Neal. He's not a household name. So I don't know who the fuck this guy is. This man has only been in the in the league for like what, like three seasons now. I knew who like, Derrick Rose was in his first season. Yeah, because he's from Chicago. <laughs> and well, he maybe, played for the Bulls. Maybe, maybe if he was good, he should have played for Chicago. Then I know who the fuck he is. I'm just saying, get better. So I know who you are. <laughs> I know now you showed up on SmackDown. Good for you. But I didn't know who the fuck you were when you came out. He fucked up Ray Ray, though. That's what he did. Who? Yeah. Ray Ray? Yeah. Who's Ray Ray? Ray Mysterio. Oh, okay. I'm, we were talking basketball. I thought maybe Ray Ray was somebody on the Knicks. I don't know. You know what? That, that's a that's a fair assumption. That's a fair assumption. That I know it is. Uh, good guys get the win, and then after the match, Biggie gets some mic time that is much needed because this man has been holding the money in the bank four months, and all he has been doing is creepily laughing at Paul Heyman backstage and waving around that money in the bank, and then also that weird little feud he had with Baron Corbin uh, over the money in the bank. So it's nice to see Biggie have some focus, mention the champions. And not say I'm going for Roman, but also throw Bobby's name in there because that's what I want to see is Biggie versus Bobby Lashley and a New Day reunion on Raw with your champion. Uh, but that that's just me. Um, Bianca don't and Becky. Biggie. Don't forget Biggie dry hump in the briefcase. That's always a good time. <laughs> well, that's that'll be for time. our swallows. We'll we'll get more in depth <laughs> on that when we swallow. Um, Bianca and Becky contract signing. Becky is still playing a heel, comes out with the big fur coat and the giant glasses, undercuts Bianca, and then says, if you guys had just let me do it, I might have given her a match tonight, but now fine, we'll just do it on your time. Reluctantly signs the contract, throws it at Bianca, who catches it, uh, not having any of Becky's shit. Uh, we get a very brief Shotzi and Knox appearance backstage um, with Paul Heyman before they ride off into the sunset. And then Paul Heyman gets spooked by Kayla. Still says that you'll get Brock's answer, or you'll get Paul's or uh, Roman's answer when Roman's ready to answer. And then he gets spooked by Biggie, who again is just creepily laughing backstage, holding the money in the bank. I really wish they'd stop doing that. Um, Edge and Rollins put on a banger. Uh, Edge loses to Rollins. He's sent out on a stretcher, and then Seth is interviewed backstage and just doesn't know how to feel or what to say says he doesn't know if he feels anything at all uh the usos lose to the street profits in our main event by dq um roman comes in to make the save just so it looks like the street profits are going to get the win and then roman cuts a promo accepts brock's challenge lights go out fog appears everything goes red and just like the demon I came to, Finn Balor, the demon, is here yes. on our screens after all this time. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and he is here. So, what are we swallowing from SmackDown? Let the we'll guests guest go start first. first. Yeah. Hey, Jay, you got it. <laughs> well, I can go first. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll spit. The first thing I'll spit is, oh, I can't go spit. I swallow big booty Brock. I'm swallowing big booty Brock. Uh, Brock Lesnar looked like he's about to chop wood. He looked mm-hmm. like he was big ready to chop wood. I'm not a Brock Lesnar fan. Sorry. 
It looks like he was up in the wilderness, chopping wood, looked up in the sky. His symbol just came up like the bat signal in the sky. And then he hopped in his oh, car sorry. and drove down to wherever the fuck they were going. <laughs> Yo, man, he looks bigger too now, man. Like, yeah. like, oh, was it Pat McAfee that said he looks like Brock Lesnar, a Brock Lesnar? That shit, that made me yeah. pop. That made me yeah. pop. We did have Pat McAfee tonight back, which was also nice. Uh, you yeah, know, so. so everything that they've been doing, even including Brock Lesnar, has been great. So I'm going to swallow all of the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and obviously then Finn Balor interaction because that whole story that they told, even the match with the Street Profits, even though it ended with DQ, like that whole thing leading into it, all great tonight. Paul being nervous, trying to turn coat. Roman questioning him after the fact, like, I saved you. Why didn't you tell me? And Paul just not knowing what to say or what side he's on or what to do. This man's going to be jobless real quick. Like, you you need to learn how to stay loyal. One side or the other, you got to pick a side. You can't play both sides. Otherwise, you're going to be you're going to be jobless. So um, my my friend Jesus, uh, he kind of threw this idea out there and I kind of went throw it out with you guys and see what you thought. So remember how Roman said that if he can't beat John Cena, he'll he's gonna quit WWE. He's gonna quit SmackDown. Well, what if Paul Heyman, as a failsafe, called Brock to show up to confront John? Should he win, and Brock and Roman Reigns leaves as a failsafe, as a backup? But then when Roman actually won, now he's like, well, fuck, I had him come over here for the title. Now you're starting shit. That just alludes that he doesn't have full confidence in his tribal chief. I don't know. That's just an interesting idea that he popped into my brain. So the issue with that is that would imply that WWE thinks that its fans are smart enough to comprehend what the fuck you just said and follow <laughs> along. And as we have seen from what they give us, they do not. They do not. But no, that would be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A little too um, interesting, I, I guess. I, I think I, uh, Big E actually gave him a chance to talk and not laugh, even though he still actually went right back into his chuckling mode. I mean, I kind of still popped it a little, popped a little bit about it. But uh, yeah, like him actually getting in front of the crowd and actually talking, because, you know, if you become the champion, you're going to have to do that. And <laughs> so um, I, I, I did enjoy that. Um, like y'all were saying, everything, the whole Roman Brock story, I'm going to call that Battle of the Buns because they both kind of got <laughs> a little nuts going on. Uh, so, but yeah, that's all I can really think of. Everything else was good, but I, I nothing's jumping out right now. So so, so, so you're, you're swallowing, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm going yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna to need you to say the words. Oh, swallowing. My bad. Yeah, there you go. I'm not going <laughs> to let you slide like TC where TC's just just like trying to get around it because he, he couldn't say the words out loud for the longest time. Yeah, he, yeah, he um, couldn't. Uh, uh, JJ, is there anything else you want to swallow from tonight's SmackDown? I swallow Paul Heyman and Kayla backstage. Yes, I, yes, I swallow their, their interactions because when she popped up on America, he went to the office. That, got, that was a good one. That mm-hmm. one right there. What else was swallow? Edge versus Rollins? Are you going to say something? Oh. Edge versus... Yeah. You know what? That was a good match. Don't be mad at me. After Becky showed up at WrestleMania, I turned it off. And I still haven't went back and watched it. Oh, man. But it was a good one. I was swallowed that one. 
I still okay. gotta go back and watch them at WrestleMania. Uh, SummerSlam. Rest of SummerSlam. SummerSlam. It felt like it was uh, WrestleMania. It felt like it was WrestleMania. Yeah. Not they gave, you, they gave you a lot. I don't blame you for shutting it off after Becky showed up and did what she did, but hopefully Bianca uh, gets, gives her that ass whooping back. So Yeah, I mean, there is reports or rumors saying that in the, for the draft, they're looking to move Becky back over to Raw because USA was bitching and moaning that they got Edge, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and Becky. So they're probably going to move over Becky and Seth over to Raw in the draft. So it looks like if that's the case, which is scheduled to be in October, you could be seeing Bianca getting her title back. Which is right. a win. Cool uh, last thing I want to swallow before we move on. Uh-oh. It's uh, Trey Young coming out here and antagonizing Ooh. Trey Young <laughs> because fuck the New York Knicks, fuck their fans. I am not. I don't. I don't. Oh. I don't stand with the Knicks. I only oh. really fuck with D Rose because he's on the Knicks. I like their team, but man, do their fans get on my nerves? And I love the fact that Trey Young just riled them up, got under their skin. He got more heel heat than most heels get nowadays, and it was fantastic. And I love me some Trey Young, man. He's a fucking so, cold blooded yeah. kid. You said that D Rose is over there now. On the Knicks, yeah. Well, it does. If that is the case, then it does seem like the Knicks just end up with the Bulls' sloppy seconds because they got D Rose, and also uh, from my alma mater, my high school, uh, Eddie Curry who came straight up into Ooh. the Bulls, ended up over on the Knicks as well. So Also from those Bulls teams, Taj Gibson, Joakim Noah, and the current head coach of the New York Knicks is the head coach of the Chicago Bulls during the D-Rose era, Tom Thibodeau. So they just mm-hmm. love everything in Chicago, you know? Chicago sloppy seconds. Yes. yes. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, speaking of sloppy seconds, what are we spitting from SmackDown? Uh, that five-man tag, man. Women. Yes. 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 Now, one woman match on that show. That's and what was that about? Zelina There's was Zelina. ready to go. She mm-hmm. thought she had a match. I know this is, you know, kind of a big deal for her because it is the 20th anniversary of when her father passed away in 9-11 and everything. Um, she showed pictures of what she was ready to wear. And from what I heard, rumors were it was supposed to be Liv and Zelina versus Tony Storm and, or I'm sorry, Carmella and Zelina versus Tony Storm and Liv in a tag match. And then that got cut. Uh, they could have cut that eight man tag. I didn't need her 10 man tag or whatever the fuck it was. Tense. I didn't need, I mean, you would have lost your Trey Young thing, but you could have also just done that and got Sammy Booth and then had someone come out, beat his ass, and we could have got a women's exactly. match. Like, exactly. Need the tag. Yeah. So, um, but we also would have lost Big E's promo too. So, like, you got to cut some time yeah. somewhere. Maybe not so many segments with Roman and Paul backstage. I, I don't know. You got to cut some time somewhere. Maybe Seth cut down Paul. Seth and. Edges match a little. I heard that they went over on their time, and which is why the match was cut last minute. I heard that's what happened. But even Uh, still, you you should still kind of prioritize that. Like you talk about how like SmackDown or like there would be in general, like the woman talent isn't like showcased as much. And like you look at SmackDown and they have a lot of names. Just like that alone, you have. Tony Storm, Selena Vega, Liv Morgan, who I'm big on, and I think she can break out at any point. You still have Carmella. You have Shotzi and Knox. Like, what, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, you guys have talent. Like, you utilize them. What do you like about Liv? Naomi. Yeah, and how come you left out Naomi? You're fucking Sonya Deville over here just forgetting about Naomi. No, no, because she wasn't even on the show. Like, I saw her, like, whole thing on, like, on Twitter. Like, oh, I Twitter, think- yeah. 
Yeah, she so- did. She found her in the elevator. She was like, "Hey, I'm here. What are you doing?" Sonia was on the phone. Like, I'm not trying to avoid you. I'm just trying to handle stuff. I'll get back with you next week. I was like, "Oh, okay." Right. I'm hoping that it's part of a storyline where like Naomi gets fed up with it and turns heel and joins the bloodline. Hopefully that's where this is going because Naomi does need a change in character. She's been the that with that glow character for a few years now. And I love the character, but I love team bad Naomi so much that I felt like it wasn't fully like tapped into and just like, just utilize more. We also right, make it. Oh, go ahead. Right, You're probably going to say what I was going to say. Back in the ring. It mm-hmm. might be leading up to Sonya coming back. Sonya and Naomi. That too. That too. That'd be a great food feud. And they're already planting the seeds right then and there. I mean, if I was Sonya, I would sign up for a rear view. Uh, but that's just me. Like, I'd take that to get back in the ring, no problem. Yeah. Sign me up right now. <laughs> uh, but none of the women were on TV. So you forgetting about Naomi is that doesn't count because Liv wasn't on there. You said her name, Vince. I'm not going to let that slide. You went straight. So no, 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 exactly. No, no, for sure. Like, and I'm not happy that I completely missed out on Naomi because rude, but the issue that I've had with the whole Naomi situation, her being abruptly moved to SmackDown is that it's just been small little like segments with Sonya Deville, at least Liv Morgan and everyone else have had matches. Like, like, I'm still, like, yeah. upset that, like, even Tony Storm, like, other than that segment with Dolph Ziggler last week, hasn't been on TV since she had her match. Like, a lot of these women Thank aren't Thank God, eating. because we don't need another blonde that Dolph Ziggler is trying to hook up with backstage. Seems we don't need to be his that only consistency in his gimmick. Summer Rae, Lana, uh, Mandy Rose, Tony, like, it's just who he is now. The last person that he tried to hook up with was, I think, Vicky Guerrero and AJ Lee. Uh, no, I, I think technically Summer Rae was a brunette at the time that they were doing their thing. No, she was always blonde. No, she was not always blonde. She dyed her hair brown for a little bit. Yeah, but she was still blonde when they were doing their thing. Okay. Um, Overall, oh, I can't even spit the fact that Shotzi and Knox didn't get a lot of time because at least they got time. Like, at least they were on TV. Yeah. Like, I can spit that they got more time than everyone enough. else. It was they got more to listen when you caught a women's match that was supposed to happen and those women get no TV time whatsoever. I can't complain about the little bit of TV time that they did get because at least they got some. I guess doesn't you, you can't, I, I, but I'm not happy for the little scraps they threw their way. True, too. Uh, overall, SmackDown, are we spitting or swallowing? JJ, swallow, it's like my. <laughs> JJ's gargling, Justin swallowing, Vince. Uh, Just like my drink, I'm swallowing the whole thing. What what, what was in the cup? Um, it was Crown Royal and lemonade okay. on the rocks. Uh, you did not really go in like I thought you were going to, since you were all excited about the demon came, about the demon being there, and how excited uh, you were for it. Because I I was I was excited that the demon showed up, but I wasn't excited with the presentation of it. It just kind of felt like they just throughout their. It was, it was rushed. Rush. It kind of just they just kind of did it because it was MSG. And I kind of just wanted to save the demon appearance for the actual pay-per-view. Like continue teasing the demon. Like I'm all about foreplay. And I just want a little bit more teasing throughout the weeks leading up to extreme rules. And I just didn't get that. That's just like a little red. I thought we I thought we established that you were not about foreplay. When did no, you become no, all no, about no. foreplay? 
I am about foreplay. I'm just saying there are times where quickies are necessary and foreplay needs to be thrown to the wayside. But when something good like the demons coming out, you need to give me a little foreplay, a little arousal, a little like crescendo leading up to the final act. You know, you always need to warm that engine up. Always. That's what I said. You just need to rub, rub, rub the tip a little bit. That's all. Just rub the tip. Thank you, JJ. She gets me. She gets it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna gargle SmackDown as well, just because I I don't want to spit it because there was a lot of good, but I don't also want to swallow because I can't let them and their women's bullshit slide. So I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. sit on the fence and gargle along with JJ. Um, That's okay. Justin, where would you like to go next? Let's get Ro out the way. <laughs> I like the way you think, Justin. <laughs> Let's get that shit out of the way. And speaking of getting that shit out of the way, uh, they open up with RK Bro. Uh, Randy wants to fight. Riddle won't shut up. Her biz come out. Um, Bobby wants a singles match with Orton. Orton wants a title shot. Um, he's going to get it at Extreme Rules. Her business going into the tag team turmoil match because now Bobby's like, all right, well, if Randy says he can be a double champion, I could be a double champion too. Um, New Day joined the party in all Wolfpack, NWO, Black, and Red Gear, which we're going to talk about later because I got some issues. But this whole night was basically tag team turmoil. So we have the New Day defeating the Viking Raiders, the New Day defeating Jinder and Veer. Again, we're going to talk about that because I'm not happy about it. New Day defeating Lucha House Party. I didn't even know they still had contracts. Um, and then the New really? Day defeat. Yeah, I did not know they still had contracts. I don't know how those really? guys kept. I don't know how like they fired Malachi Black and all of this talent and Keith Lee's not on TV every week yet. Somehow these guys are still just floating around. They need bodies for the tag team Donald eliminator matches when they throw them out there and the random 24 seven title picture. It's still that uh, Viking Raiders. Mason T-Bar who new day defeated as well. Um, new day got jumped post-match by Mason T-Bar. Uh, Mansoor and Ali came out, also got their ass whooped by Mason T-Bar. Finally, Mason T-Bar's dominant ass whooping of the tag team division gets stopped. Uh, then we're told we're going to get Ali and Mansoor versus New Day later on in the night. We're going to let them heal up and come back to this. It's not over. Oh, boy, I don't even. Sheamus defeats Drew McIntyre. Um, Drew rips off Sheamus's mask. And uh, that's like getting that sign. Sheamus grabs the tights to get the win because he's a cheater. Uh, Drew also protect the mask, protect the mask after the match. Drew bashes Sheamus with the mask and a claymore, um, and leaves him laying. Uh, Damian Priest does an interview, he talks about how he loved uh, the match that he just watched between those two, and he's excited to fight Sheamus and that he's gonna beat Sheamus. Uh, then we got a Rhea and Nikki interview. They ask them why they're a team, and basically the answer is because why not? Like we don't need a reason to be a team. Why can't we just be friends and hang out? Like we have nothing isn't in that, common, nothing alike. Isn't, but like, hey, I mean that that's always a good way to start a relationship. Why not? Super brutality defeats Natmina, which is what I'm calling the Italian Tamina now because since they don't have a fucking name, um, I think they they call themselves Super Brutality. No, okay, I'm gonna run this. I'm gonna run this back for you one more time. Super Brutality <laughs> defeated Natmina, which is what I'm going to call them because Italian Tamina don't have a name. Okay. Carry on. Um, 
apparently this gets them a number one contendership shot that uh, Shotzi and Knox already have. So we got some issues there. Uh, Charlotte has a match against Nia. Doesn't get splattered this time or said she didn't get splattered, isn't happy that she has to do this again, and she's going to win. Uh, we got Moist TV with uh, Karrion Cross, Super aggressive, like overly aggressive uh, with poor Johnny Drip Drip. Uh, said he's no punk, and then we get a match. Drip Drip loses to Sparta Cross, uh, which I'm also going to call him now because they dress him up like a rejected gladiator um, from, yeah. Spartacus. Naya has an interview, says that Charlotte's full of shit and that Charlotte's going to lose. Charlotte defeats Naya. Not the same as last week, unfortunately, because I really enjoyed what we got last week and I was hoping for more just like really just hitting each other in the face and not liking each other. Uh, Shayna, before the match, implies that she's better than Naya. And then Charlotte, Charlotte comes out, starts telling people to suck it and kiss her ass. Shayna ends up distracting Naya, screwing her over with a distraction, allowing Charlotte to get the win. Then Alexa comes back and invites Charlotte to the playground. Charlotte declines. So she's like, all right, well, me and Lily will just come to you. Um, and then when Charlotte asks what she wants, she points to the belt and Charlotte accepts, but obviously not tonight, probably at Extreme Rules. 24-7 uh, title still a thing. Reggie defeats Tozawa. Bunch of stuff happens, but great news. Jeff Hardy is home where he belongs, ladies and gentlemen, in the 24-7 division. He can fall off playground furniture and into dumpsters and all the stuff you like to see him do in a safe pre-taped capacity <laughs> where he won't end his career. Uh, it's the one thing he's good at. You're going to get it a lot now. So I just want to see Jeff Hardy randomly falling into frame and missing Reggie constantly off of different things. Just like Reggie's running around and all of a sudden there, boom, here comes Jeff Hardy just falling into frame. It'll be fantastic. Careful, Matt. You might turn into a Jeff Hardy fan. Oh, no. No, no, I won't. No, I won't. <laughs> oh, no. Um, apparently, Drake Maverick's back, too. I'm assuming he got called up. I'm going to ignore the fact that he was part of the bachelor party because Dexter Loomis need friends, and it wasn't. Also, it was pre-taped. So. Yeah, so. Well, I can't let. So here's the thing. If Drake Maverick had shown up and wrestled on NXT, I wouldn't care if it was pre-taped because WWE has control of their continuity. So they could have waited to bring Drake Maverick up next week after he wasn't going to be on NXT. And then I would have been okay. But seeing as this was a non in-ring segment, he wasn't in the arena. He wasn't wrestling for NXT. I'm going to let it slide. Um, Truth confronts him and Reggie escapes. Well, Truth is mad at Drake Maverick for being back and, trying to take his baby, which he doesn't even have. Uh, Double D does an interview about Eva Marie. Uh, New Day defeats Ali and Mansoor and then loses to AJ and Omos. And then AJ and Omos lose to the Hurt Business. Omos takes out Lashley after the match. Um, so the Hurt Business are the number one contenders. And after Bobby gets up from being squashed by Omos, he catches an RKO from Randy. Bobby is not in a good way right now. But he does have a tag team title shot. What are, I mean, I'm going to swallow both the new days gear and the whole tag team turmoil thing, because it was probably the most interesting thing Raw's done in a while. Yeah. So I'm going to give them that. Um, I do have one slight complaint is Xavier Woods. If you're going to cosplay as Razor Ramon, I need you to fully commit and wear the trunks and not tights. And Kofi, if you're going to cosplay as big, sexy Kevin Nash, 
I'm going to need you to keep that singlet top on the entire time. Like you got to commit to the roles. Got if you're going to dress like him, you got to dress like him. Kind of like how I commit to my role as Seamus's face mask. Uh, I know that was coming. JJ, are you, <laughs> are you swallowing anything from Monday Night Raw? No. No, nothing. No. Not a thing. No, nothing. Okay. Nothing. Justin? The the tag team turmoil stuff. Uh, that's about all I can even remember from Raw. It was a blur. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of it. Yeah, that's it. Can't even blame you, man. Uh, all, right, all right, Vince. All right, go ahead. So I want to swallow the texting terminal. I'm gonna. I don't like that it was split up. I I know why they did it, but I kind of wish they just kind of continued the match consistently. But the texting terminal was really good. I want to go ahead and swallow uh, Alexa Bliss confronting Charlotte because I felt like this is a long time coming of Alexa Bliss going after that title and. I don't think we've really seen Alexa Bliss and Charlotte Flair match up too often. And if we have, it's been very brief. So I, I really want to see that. I think the only time I've actually saw the match was when they were doing Survivor Series SmackDown versus Raw, and they were both champions, respectively. So I'm very interested to see that dynamic play out. And I want to swallow, you know, Sheamus because he was on my television screen and he blessed me on my Monday night. I knew that That's was about coming. it. <laughs> Uh, I'm with you on the Alexa Bliss stuff. I actually think that they fought for a title um, or maybe down in NXT. I could be wrong. Uh, well, I meant like main roster continuity. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, I'm that creepy shit is what I'm into. So I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, curious to see where it goes. Really hope they go back to the Alexa that had gotten that title shot against Asuka. Uh, that didn't really manifest. They kind of walked away from Um the one yeah. that beat Asuka, that Alexa. I hope we get back to that. What are we spitting from Monday Night Raw? I want to spit the fact that Reggie is making professional wrestlers, legit professional wrestlers there. Wait, wait, wait. Before champion. you finish, I forgot. Swallowing Jeff Hardy in the 24-7 division wholeheartedly. <laughs> Swallow that all the way down. It is fantastic. All right, Vince. Uh, 24-7 division, Reggie. I um, don't like how Reggie's out here just like, Akira Tozawa just beat him quickly. He's out here making the Bursa Korea look terrible. Chuku, like, it, he's making everyone look like like the like the Washington Generals, and I just don't like it. We're the Washington like, Generals. The, the team that always loses to the, the Harmon Globetrotters. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's so a it's basketball like, thing. <laughs> thank you, thank you for, for keeping thing. up. I'll swallow one thing, and that's Reggie's new thing. I mean, I swallow Reggie because I like Reggie, but I just don't like how he's making everybody else look. He's making well, everyone I mean, else look incompetent. He, he is kind of like wrestling's version of a Harlem Globetrotter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're just leaning a little bit. I, I think I just like Reggie as like avoiding everyone being super athletic uh, and staying champion has kind of worn his welcome for me specifically. Can't speak well, for everyone else. You know, it's marketed towards kids. Like the last three weeks, he's done vignettes at playgrounds talking about getting kids to go out and play outside. Like that's the whole purpose of his character is for children, Vince. Still, still, I I, th I think the reason why it rubbed me the wrong way is because I saw him versus Carrillo, and I swear that man deserves better. Like he's. Can you do me a favor? Can you not use the term "rub me the wrong way" when I'm talking about playgrounds and children? I would very much appreciate that.
All right, so what are we spitting for Monday Night Raw? <laughs> JJ, Justin, anything? Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so, everything was kind of just there. Um, I'm I'm going to always spit the whole Dijak being, what's his name, T-Bar? T T-Bar, T-Bar. Yeah, because uh, he's better than that. And where is Keith Lee again? Yep. Is he still healing or so the rumor I heard is that Keith Lee has been working dark matches or main event matches or something as a heel, and the plan yeah. is to have him come back as a dominant heel. I'm hoping at the very least when he comes back, he comes back because like we had this whole thing with like a relationship between Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee and a relationship between Damian Priest and Keith Lee. So keep that continuity and have him come back and take out. Damian Priest and be the one to beat Damian Priest for the U.S. title, but like also put him on my fucking TV every week because as we talk about every fucking week, this man is a star. Like he has potential to be the face of Raw or SmackDown, a top guy. I could see Keith Lee beating Roman Reigns. I could see Keith Lee holding either the Universal or WWE Championship and putting on fantastic promos and selling tickets. Like the guy is a star. So stop dicking around and just pull the trigger already. Like I mean, he doesn't really have any weaknesses. I mean, he can talk. He can. Yeah. He has charisma. He, he can he's move. Athletic. He's big. Is he everything you think? He, is everything you would think that, that he's looking for? Like, which is the for. only thing WWE has going for them right now is their <laughs> diversity. Yeah, that is about yeah. it. Yeah. So pretty much. So I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see with Keith Lee. Uh, I heard. Did you guys hear about the rumors that they were kind of pitching the idea Adam of Cole. having Adam Adam Cole being his manager, kind of like Leo Rush was with uh, Bobby Lashley? Listen, which, uh-huh. yeah, go ahead. If I was Adam Cole and they came to me and said we want you to be Keith Lee's Leo Rush, I would have torn my contract. That, like I would have taken it up off the table and just been like, nope. No, no, no. I, I, uh, I don't think it was something that was pitched to Adam Cole. It was just. Within themselves, they were kind of like looking for ideas for Adam Cole. That's not a good thing for Adam, but I think that highlights how highly they think of Keith Lee, that they want to pair him up with someone else to highlight him a little bit more. To pair, I disagree. I think that shows how low they think of Keith Lee because you don't give a guy like Keith Lee a mouthpiece or a manager. He doesn't need a Malcolm Bivens. He doesn't need someone to talk for him. He doesn't. He doesn't. The man can cut it. Like, he's not Brock Lesnar. The man can cut a promo. What WWE and specifically Vince McMahon wants to do is they want to recreate Mark Henry from the um, Hall of Pain. Like, they want Mm -hmm. a big, dominant, angry black man. That's what they want Keith Lee to be. That's what he's always wanted Keith Lee to be. And that's not who Keith Lee is or what we need from Keith Lee. He can be so much more than that. Yeah. We don't need a re. We don't need a new Mark Henry. We need a Keith Lee, the first yeah. Keith Lee. So stop it. Stop trying to recreate all these characters that you already had, and let these people be who the fuck they are and get over. I would argue that they're trying to do more of a Mark Henry with uh, Odyssey Jones on the next T. I, I get, I get like a lot of Mark Henry vibes, especially because he's out here coming out with the Nation of Domination gear, like at, at certain points. We will see. I'm I'm trying to even think how they would even get the whole Adam Cole, Keith Lee thing together. Like Adam Cole would be like, you remember when you yeeted me into the crowd? I gained respect <laughs> for you that day. So I yeah. want to be your mouthpiece. Yeah. 
Like, but anyway, go ahead. That, that's, I'm like, I don't get that. <laughs> it goes back to what McFoley was saying about the continuity. Don't mm-hmm. don't change something. If something's if something's not broke, don't try to fix it. Right. Uh, last thing I'm going to spit is the fact that Matt Riddle was on my TV way too long. Like he was out there for that entire tag team turmoil thing ringside. They kept cutting to him. He's sitting there talking to Randy and just he him existing. Why is he not chasing around the 24-7 title? That is another person that is perfect for the 24-7 gimmick. Like, he's got a scooter. He does. He could be on the scooter holding that title, running away at Burger King, eating Burger King, having fucking Archer jump out from yeah, exactly. Eating 25 nuggets for 13 cents. Like he could really be yeah, don't talk to me like that. Like, if I can really get 30 nuggets for 13 cents, I'm about to go to Burger King right now. What you mean? Uh, you got any more thing spits I'm... for Monday Night Raw? Oh, you do. Yes, okay, yes. I, yes. I want to spit yes. the fact of like the poor treatment of Sheamus after his match. I feel like that man doesn't get the respect he deserves. He already is injured with a face mask. He's out here risking his own well-being, his own personal health for our choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I, you know, it's just I'm not I'm not really feeling Drew McIntyre right now, and I'm always feeling Sheamus. So I don't like you, it when he gets a beat down. You made one of our guests leave yeah. with this. Uh, mind you, Vince, I, I will agree to an extent, but more so on the Drew McIntyre side is him bashing Sheamus with Sheamus's mask and then beating him up after the match didn't seem very Drew McIntyre-esque or very babyface-esque. It was a little weird that they went that route with him because Sheamus is clearly the heel in this. So. Yeah, yeah. I just, re- I just remembered another one. Why is um, Beer and Shanky not a team? <laughs> Matt, that was that was going to be your spit. <laughs> I wanted everyone else to get a chance to spit, but yes, no. Listen, you have a, you have a three man team. They're not the fucking Freebirds. No, Jinder Mahal's former WWE champion. Let him be the singles guy. Let Veeran like is something wrong with Shanky that he can't fucking team up? Like why? Are, this is the I perfect s- spot to put them in is a tag team turmoil match and let them be a fucking tag team. Why right. is Jinder teaming with Veer and Shanky's on the outside? Like, I don't I think understand. Shanky just doesn't have that much experience. He's a little green, but that kind of like opens up a, a, a bigger up? question. Yes. But my big question is wasn't Veer already in the tag? Veer was already in a tag team with that was paired up with Malcolm v- Bivens. Yes. They're already like even had matching gear that looked very similar. RN from SmackDown Podcast dubbed them the Turkish AOP. Yes. Uh, so they had their own thing. Why not bring up that established tag team? together because they Shanky fired the other guy i don't think so i think he's still on the roster which no, is i'm pretty sure they bad. fired him i mean while while we're going through you can google it and see if you can find it but i think they fired him jj welcome back i'm sorry about my my co-host uh, no, she probably just went 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 over to try to look up sheamus's personal health make sure he was okay i think it, jj was just very concerned for sheamus's well-being i had to go rub my husband's chip <laughs> That's even, that's, it. that's even a more important no, 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 pressing no, no, matter. No, no, no. no, I was hot. That... I was hot. I'm a big girl. I'm hot. I need to stand in front of the fan. <laughs> I understand that I'm a big guy and I got three lights on me right now. So we'll get there. Um, 
what are we are we spin or swallow Monday Night Raw overall? Spit. Spit it. Spit. JJ, you spitting too? Spitting. And I'm gonna spit raw as well. Uh, it sucks though because it was one of the better raws that we've gotten in a while. But uh, yeah, not good enough. JJ, where do you want to go next? We got Dynamite, Rampage, and NXT left. Uh, let's go, Dynamite. Dynamite. All right. Kick it off. Uh, Alistair Bl- or Malachi Black defeats Dustin Rhodes. Um. There's a table spot in here that, in my opinion, should have been a DQ and was not, and I have questions. Uh, we got a vignette from our new tag team champions, the Lucha Bros. Uh, CM Punk comes out, asks the fans who's next, starts listing off a bunch of AEW wrestlers. Team Taz then speaks up. Punk challenges the whole faction and uh, kind of puts Taz in his place by using his own quote and says, I'll run through Hook, I'll run through Hobbs, I'll run through Starks. Beat me if you can survive if I let you, uh, which Taz was hot about it. Uh, we got an interview with Ruby Soho that's interrupted by Brit and crew. Ruby says that it's her block now, and Brit says that Ruby should run away back to catering where she spent the last four years. They go to fight, but they get stopped. Uh, Dante Martin loses to powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, the UFC guy puts over the men of the year. Uh, Dan, something not important. Not a wrestler. Garcia, I think. Huh? Is it Garcia? No, I don't think it's Dan Garcia. Vince? <laughs> uh, Danny Garcia. No. I think. No? The, the UFC guy, the, the, the trainer that's been coming out and cutting down all of AEW and it's irrelevant. <laughs> it don't matter. I don't know why. I don't know why I asked Vince about anything AEW. Um, uh, well, I'm not the biggest UFC guy, so how would I know? You're supposed to be all sports. I'm not. Like, if I need to know something about lacrosse, I expect you to know every team and their star players. That is why you're who, here. I don't even know what lacrosse. lacrosse. I don't even know what lacrosse is, man. Who watches lacrosse? I, I assumed Vince did. Apparently, I was wrong. Um, Ruby So. Oh, I'm sorry. MJF's promo, Jesus, whoo! Uh, he came out, buried Cincinnati, uh, talked about Brian Pillman Jr.'s sister, called her 16 and pregnant, had some words for Brian Pillman Jr.'s aunt, talked about Brian Pillman Jr., talked about he called Brian Pillman Jr.'s mom Methany, which I feel is like someone who should be escorting um Nick gauge down to the ring but that's neither here nor there um called her methany and then said that she should have done with him what she did with all of the other prospective pillman children and swallowed and then said i'm gonna do to you what your mom should have done and i'm gonna abort you right now at which point brian pillman jr had enough um beat him down you got Wardlow coming in, pulling him off. He gets away from Wardlow, starts hitting MJF again. Wardlow finally pulls him off. Uh, Griff comes out. He gets dropped. Uh, and then MJF hits him with the diamond ring, which, again, what is this diamond ring? Do they ever fight for that thing? Go ahead. My no, the, that's not. That's next. <laughs> we'll just wait until the. I was going to say, once a year, I think they have a battle royal or something for the ring, but it's never defended, which 
Diamond Dallas Page actually used to have a diamond ring in WCW that was defended kind of like a title for a little bit. That just went away too. Um, Ruby Soho defeats Jamie Hayter. Riho tries to make the save and gets dropped. Statlander runs down. Team Britt runs off. Dark Order loses to the Pinnacle. Uh, Pillman gets his match with MJF in uh, New York, but has Max Caster on Rampage, which we'll talk about when we get to Rampage. Um, the Super Elite does an interview. Adam Cole threatens and punks Tony because of his relationship with Britt Baker. He's like, I better never see you near her, talking to her, looking at her, or touching her again, or I will lay you out. Um, Daniel Bryan interrupts Kenny. Uh, ha- Kenny has the elite leave the ring, invites Daniel into the ring. Uh, he gets baited with a challenge, but the elite jump Daniel Bryan, Jurassic Express, Christian, and Kazarian come down to make the save. Poor Brandon Cutler is left behind by all of his fake friends and takes a running knee from Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson. And then in our main event, <laughs> Dean Ambrose defeats uh, Suzuki, right? Did I say that right? Minor- Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Yes. John Moxley. Murder Grandpa Thank you, loses JJ. to Dean Thank Ambrose. You, it's hard to correct my all the time. Murder Grandpa loses to Dean Ambrose. Um, <laughs> what are we swallowing? From AEW Dynamite. Uh, I'll, 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 I'm gonna swallow CM Punk being on my television screen because it's been seven long years and I miss the man. I want to swallow the elite interaction, specifically Adam Cole's promo. Uh, Brian Danielson coming out and attacking uh, Kenny Omega, making him look like a schmuck. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna swallow Adam Cole getting in. Um, Tony Schiavone's face about the whole Britt Baker situation, which I thought was funny. And uh, what else happened on Dynamite? I mean, I, I want to just I literally just that I want to swallow that I want to swallow. I'm trying to think. That's what I want to swallow for sure. For sure. I'm trying to think what else I'd want to swallow. I'm going to swallow MJF. Uh, that promo was wow. Uh, wow. That uh, that's all I can say. Like he went places that we haven't seen people really go since the attitude era, uh, maybe even a little beyond what we used to see in the attitude era on a regular basis with, uh, some of the stuff he said. Um, but it got my attention. Like AEW is not the show you bring your children to. That's for sure. Not at this point. Um, now with MJF on a live mic, no siree. Uh, also he put Brian Pillman jr. Over, um, by not putting him over by burying him, but like, the kid got some fight. The kid got some exposure. And now it looks like that's going to be MJF's next feud. So that should be interesting. I don't even know if the pinnacle's a thing anymore because, like, him and Wardlow haven't been associated with the rest of the group in forever. Yeah. Um, I'll agree with everything else you said, Vince. I mean, um, the CM Punk stuff, this is probably the best thing Team Taz, in my opinion, is going to be doing since Team Taz has formed is feuding with CM Punk, so, like, good for them. And if that means I get to see Powerhouse Hobbs actually get featured and get a match on Dynamite or Rampage and not be on Dark or just not around, I'm all for that. Hobbs versus Punk, I'm all in. Give it to me. Um, Mal- Malachi Black got the win over Dustin. Uh, oh, like I said. Yeah. 
Not happy about that table spot, but that's an AEW issue. That's not a them issue. So I'm going to swallow that as well. Uh, Justin, JJ, what about you guys? What were you enjoying from Dynamite? Um, Adam Cole. Uh, I feel like he probably has more charisma than everybody else that was in the ring with him, like from the Super League combined. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm glad to see just, you know, I'm glad to see him with his people. I wish he could have stayed in actually been you know in the WWE but it, it didn't look like it was gonna be a good thing for him to stay um but it was good for him to be there um I did put uh I put McAllister Black beating Blue Dust but um just so I can remember what was going on with the people uh, you, know, you put Mc- <laughs> so you stole my gimmick about what I do with the New Japan wrestlers and you did it to Malachi Black yeah that's my point though this, I was kind of like Darn. this man said uh, McAllister like McAllister Black, like the last name of of the family from uh yeah. What is that? Home Alone, yeah. But Home Alone. Uh, yeah, Mal- Malachi Black, uh Swallow Bad. Um that's all um Hobbs. I I, I do like Powerhouse Hobbs. Um I, I don't like Team Taz, but I think oh. that's all I can think about right now. Malachi Black in Hobbs, Malachi Black and Dustin. Hobbs and Dante Martin. I am growing on Dante Martin. I'm waiting, waiting to see what they do when his brother gets back because I don't remember them as a. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, JJ. There's shenanigans going on in my apartment. <laughs> oh. Tell them I said hi. We can see them. Oh. Yeah, I know, I know. That's the whole shtick. That's the whole shtick they're going for. Okay. Dante Martin. <laughs> you don't give Dante Martin enough credit. He is good. The women's match, anything with Ruby Soho. Just like you, Vince, I'm, I'm not going to stand Ruby Soho, but because she's from Indiana, she's the closest I'm going to get as a home team. I'm going to rob with Ruby Soho. She also wrestled here in Chicago, uh, like during her indie days before signing with NXT. She's from Indiana. I don't know, but she wrestled here in Chicago. I don't care. She's from Indiana. <laughs> Y'all close enough. I, I can support I don't Indiana. Care. She's from Indiana. I like the Pacers more than I like the Knicks. <laughs> I'm like that I don't, show Benjamin because he's from Orangeburg, right up the road from where I'm from, and I'm like hometown. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hometown. I feel you. I'm hometown. <laughs> the elite, as sad as I want to admit, the elite. I'm still not an Adam Cole fan. If Tabori was awake, he would say, Adam, no arms, baby. So. <laughs> <laughs> the background is messing me up. <laughs> no, listen. And, uh, and the, the weird obsession with Hobbs, this, I've seen it on Twitter. It does. I'm confused by it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not Hobbs Hook. 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 Their obsession with Hook. Where where they call themselves hookers? Hook fans are hookers? It's creepy. I don't understand it. Is he 18? 
doesn't matter. Did they care if uh, Goldberg's son was 18 or not? They didn't give a shit. They, yeah. As, yeah. they said he may be 16, but that dick is 21. I saw that on Twitter. Oh. They did not give two shits about that man's age. Uh, like a Leo Mysterio. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the IWC <laughs> yeah, is kids. fucking creepy, and they make us all look bad. Yeah. Uh, I love your husband, though. Even though he gave me shit the one time I actually saw him on a Zoom call for the way I waved at him, and I'm never going to forget that. Um, absolutely love him. Yeah. So he showed up, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he goes, that's not how a man waves at another man. I'm like. Like I said, like I told you, it, it, we grew up, I grew up differently. They struggled. Not all, not everybody grow, not every person struggles. But, you know, it was rougher. It was rougher for them yep. than me. Are we swallowing anything else from AEW? Not for me. What are we spitting from AEW? CM Punk being saddled with Team Taz. Fuck that shit. Like I, 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 I don't, I don't care about him. Maybe having a prospect match with Hobbs. Like we, you were, we were just talking about this last week about we want him to move on from Darby Allen because you want him to actually move on to someone that you're actually excited or intrigued to work with. That no, no one on Team Taz intrigues me enough. With a pairing with CM so Punk. So you don't want to see CM Punk elevate black talent. That's what you're telling me. Are we going back to the D'Lo Brown, Vince? No, 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 no. Like, nothing against Hobbs. It's like, I've been waiting for seven years for CM Punk to go and actually do a fucking feud. The feud isn't going to be with Hobbs. It's going to be with Taz. And that's, that's the whole thing. Like, honestly, I just don't like Team Taz. I want Hobbs to separate himself from Taz and go on his own because he's the only thing from Team Taz is actually fucking good that I personally enjoy. But well, if we're being honest, the feud's probably going to be with Ricky Starks. Like, in the end, that is going to be the top guy in Team Taz. That, but What Punk I, is doing is, as opposed to Daniel Bryan, who made it very clear he just wanted to kick motherfuckers' heads in. Listen, that name is way too close for me to get that right. I had a hard time with Malachi Black because they were still black in his name. The fact that his real name is Brian Danielson and he went by Daniel Bryan, that is going to get fucked up for the rest of time. I'm not making any promises. Yeah, BD. BD. BD wanted to kick heads in. CM Punk is there to elevate young talent. So that is what this man is doing. Working with Darby, working with Starks, working with Hobbs. That is what he is there for. So I'm going to let that man be there. And as long as he's wrestling and putting on good matches and getting this talent over and giving them some shine, I'm, a, I'm okay with it. I know what you're I, saying. You you are a Chicago kid who loves CM Punk, and you wanted CM Punk to come back and knock in Kenny Omega's head and have no, meaningful No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. So, so wrestle I, don't, the elite. I don't need him to go after the elite. I don't need him to go after Kenny for the title. I need, uh, like, I didn't maybe say for some, the title. Or, like, just go after Kenny in general. I just need, I just want him to be paired up with someone that I actually wants to see an invested long-term feud with like Who? i don't know like, that's that's the, i don't know like like someone that like nothing against Hobbs. Hobbs is cool but he's not one of my favorite wrestlers on on dynamite he's just not like maybe him and Pac would be an interesting pairing him and andrade Lilo would be a fantastic pairing so two guys that i genuinely like heck him with orange cassidy i would want to see more just well, because somebody. 
We had someone step there, step out of their lines as a wife and just get Brian Cage and uh, CM Punk. She need to keep her mouth shut. <laughs> I, she, she, that I understand as a wife, but you know, you you that's not your place. And not only did she do that, but first she posted a booty pic and then she dropped the article at like, here's something nice for you. And now here's me shitting on how my husband's being booked in the company that's paying our bills. Oh, man. She fucking, messed up. She's, stu- she's stupid as a wife. You know what? Eventually, I would like to see Miro versus Punk because of that one story of uh, Miro's debut at the Royal Rumble, which was Punk's last match in WWE, where he was just kind of shy. He was just going to go in there and just like do some punches and kicks in the corner and punk's like no man go in there and actually do your shit like what do you want me to like you tell me what you want to do and i'll go ahead and put you the fuck over is what cm punk is doing for these guys i just don't like team tests maybe if it was just hobbs cool would you prefer the dark order probably i care more about the dark order than i do about team Taz. you care Listen, I may not because care that leads about to Team Punk Taz. versus Cabana. That leads to, towards Punk versus Cabana, which okay. we all know has bad blood, and I'm all about Listen, bad blood. I would not mind. Like, I don't have love for Team Taz as Team Taz, but I do enjoy Hobbs. I think Starks is great. I don't know why the fuck Hook is on my TV. Like Taz and Hook can go away, but Punk versus Hobbs, I really want to see that. Punk versus Stark, that'll be a really fun feud. Both on the mic and the I don't personally like uh, Starks, but I do love Hobbs. Hobbs is, like I said, Hobbs is the only person I care about. I think y'all need to see me instead of that light, even though I am light. We do appreciate it. I figured you just, I figured you just dimmed it because it was hot in there again. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, I was going to (laughs) say, if we can't see you, we're going to lose those viewers that you got us earlier that we talked about. There you go. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> so what else are we uh are we spitting yeah what else are we spitting after vince went in about cm punk for 10 minutes i put dark order i i, I do not like dark order at all oh in any way shape or form oh i can't do it it oh uh, the story with it was going on the this 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 kerfuffle, kerfuffle within the group is is interesting are they doing more of that on dark and elevation because i ain't seen that in like two weeks yeah they had five and evil uno wrestle and i know adam page is like on a leave or whatever but is he was he done with that before he left he said he just wanted to he wanted to just take a break yeah i don't know dark (laughs) order is a little bit of a mess yeah, I think he needs. I I would like to see Adam Page and but that's just me. Um, Adam Page is money. Yeah, he is. But um, I maybe it's just that humor doesn't really work with me. If it's supposed to be humorous, I don't know, but it it, it doesn't work. I, I hate Brody didn't get to you know, but you know, I, yeah, that's the only thing I really put as a down because all the rest of it was kind of. I mean, it was good stuff, but the rest of it was just kind of there. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't think of anything else that was just stuck out. It's bad. Oh, um, I don't like to be the whole, you know, people that everybody's pretty much talking about the lack of diversity in AEW. 
But um, the whole elite thing. I think that only uh, who's the guy that holds up the stuff for Kenny? Who is that? Don um, Callis. Nakazawa. Nakazawa. Oh, Nakazawa. Oh. Him and the dinosaur were the only diversity <laughs> in the whole segment. <laughs> so, and that's if you count the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's those moments, bits. Little little interspecies erotica there. Um, <laughs> overall, dynamite spinner swallowing. I'll swallow it. Yeah, there was some, there's some good there. It was entertaining. I'll swallow. I'll swallow. Everyone swallowing. Justin, you want NXT or you want Rampage? Oh, fuck, I forgot we do Rampage now. Yeah, let's, let's just go ahead and do Rampage while we in AW mode. Well, we kick off with. Andrade defeating Pac with the help of Chavo Guerrero. And then Andrade apparently not happy with the fact that Chavo gave him the assistance, wanting to do it on his own. Lays out Chavo. And then Chavo is scooped up by Pac, thrown in the brutalizer until refs and everyone come and break it up and get Chavo free. Poor Chavo got his ass beat. You got an interview with Darby and Sting where they call out Tully and Spears. Tully comes out on the ramp, distracts Sting while Spears slides in and takes out Darby. Um, BD and Adam Cole have a hype video package. Uh, Team Brit, uh, Team Brit takes on Ruby, Riho, and Chris. Uh, I did not actually see who won that. I had some stuff going on. I missed the winner of that match. Anybody? I didn't watch Rampage. Man, uh, Statlander, Riho, and Ruby. I was going to say, if anyone's going to know if Ruby won that match or not, it's going to be our resident Ruby fan from Indiana. And then uh, Max Caster loses in the main event to Pillman Jr. in his hometown. And then as the acclaimed beat down Pillman Jr., out comes Mox, another Cincinnati boy, and makes the save. And it's Cincinnati all night. Um, What are we swallowing? Andrade get in the win, like he should. Yeah, that Andrade match was good. I'm always gonna swallow for my fellow Mexicans getting wins on TV. He got to show out. He got to show more in the ring. So mm-hmm. Andrade and uh, but shame uh, on shame on Andrade. We should have come had his arm covered when he pinned him. No, was it Pac? Yeah, it was Pac that should have pinned covered his arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you too old to, to not do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what else? I'm assuming JJ is going to swallow Ruby, Riho, and Statlander getting the win. Another win for Ruby. Um, I don't know. Caster and Pillman was just kind of there. And Darby and Sting in a tag match against Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard doesn't really do shit for me. No, not really. So I don't really have anything. I was going to say, I don't have anything to spit, but. I feel like Rampage every week, aside from the first episode, has like maybe one or two really good moments and everything else is just kind of like there. It's not really, it's because it's a one hour show and it's too short to really be bad. Kind of like the old episodes of NXT. Like, Early, early NXT. So, like, for instance, like the Pac uh, Andrade match was pretty good. 
but everything else is just kind of there like the ruby match like like that was pretty good like you want to see ruby right i mean ruby soho sorry i was grilling mad about getting people's names right and i'm over here yeah, look at it you up. look mm-hmm. at you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just missed <laughs> yes i love you yeah. vance are you guys spitting anything at all for rampage uh totally blanchard wrestling because why yeah. Well, he's not wrestling. He just came out. Like, can't proactively spit something that hasn't happened yet. I thought they were in a tag match. No, I said that they're setting up for a tag match. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch Rampage. I'm spitting Pillman and who did he? Do? Uh, Max Caster. Whatever his name is, Max Caster. It just didn't. Even though that was the hometown story, it just didn't. It didn't resonate in me. It didn't. It was just thrown together. I didn't like it. So I know that they wanted to get Mox and Pillman out there, but that should have been the opening match, and you should have closed with Andrade and Pac. They really should, because once that happened, the rest of the show just kind of felt flat. Similar to when CM Punk showed up in Chicago, the show kind of just went and took a downhill. No one, no one ever really cared after Punk left. I feel like you're overcritically of a show you didn't watch. Where was Griff Garrison? I know it was the hometown thing, but where was Griff Garrison? He got his ass whooped on Dynamite, and he does not look sturdy. I do not think. About that, I forgot he got beat up. Or he was he was in the back with that 16 year old cheerleader they got bringing him out doing whatever you do on Pornhub. (laughs) I've seen a lot of those locker room porn. I mean, they could have came out. He could have came out and did something. Man might have been busy. You might you might have been rubbing the might have been getting the tip rubbed. You never know. Very important, by the way. Very important. <laughs> Rampage overall, spit or swallow. Cargo. 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 Poor Rampage getting gargled all over tonight. Um, that leaves us with NXT. So we kick it off. Uh, Ember Moon loses to Kaylee Ray in a really fucking good match. Uh, Birch and Lorkin do an interview. Dunn tells them that they need to end MSK tonight, their careers, not their title run. Uh, we get <laughs> bachelor party uh, or bachelorette party footage. Uh, apparently, Indy has no friends. So Candace went out and got Mackenzie, Casey, Caden, Cora. Uh, somebody by the name of Persia, who apparently Indy knows from Australia, who said she was just there to go to Disney, wasn't really there for Indy. And um, Candace and Indy decide that they're going to leave the bachelorette party to go spy on the bachelor party to see if Johnny is getting won over by Dexter because Candace is kind of won over by the Dexter-Indy relationship at this point, which I said was going to happen last week, but we're going to get into that more in a second. What was the what what was the exact verbiage that Candace used? Like crack Johnny's nut or what 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 was it? Yeah, yeah uh it says Indy hopes Dexter cracks Johnny's nut and gets his approval. Yes, yes. I, because, I think that should be incorporated into the title of today's episode. We already decided what today today's episode was gonna be. The demon cracks our nut. No, it's not gonna be the demon cracks our nut. The demon cracked my nut. Like you said like you it. said. You said it was going to be the demon comes or the demon came. And cracked my nut. nut. (laughs) We'll talk about it. 
JJ approves of the Damon crack. Might not. We'll talk about it. Um, but no, Candace party? said party in the nuts. <laughs> demon nuts. <laughs> it should be at, at this at this point. It should be like demon tip of the pen, tip of the penis, because that's what Where, we've been talking about this how, whole time. How, is that your lady back there listening to you talk about? <laughs> no, that's my sister. That, okay, that's my that's my sister and uh my friend Jesus. Tell her I need some more shots. Of artwork. What you doing? You got a new laptop. I need stickers. Beto, Matt needs some more shots. The art. Get on it. What? Matt needs more Shotzi Blackheart art. Okay. You got a thumbs Perfect. up. Just like Dexter Lumis on tonight's next day. <laughs> uh, so anyway. <laughs> that segue was nice. Carmelo Hayes loses to Escobar. Um, Regal announces a fatal four-way number one contenders match. It's going to be Hipster Kyle versus Dunn versus Ciampa versus LA Knight. We get promos for that throughout the night. Little vignettes. Uh, the Creed brothers defeat some enhancement talent. We get a weird promo backstage from Ember where she's basically tired of losing that Shotzi left her. She says she knows what she's got to do and change is coming. So look for it. Um, we got a really good hit roving yet. EO and Zoe defeat Casey and Caden keep the tag team titles. And then uh, Casey and Caden get crushed by team Mandy. Uh, I have no idea what Mandy was wearing, but it was almost completely see-through. And thank God they did what they did with her hair because I I watched it twice just to make sure that I didn't see what I thought I saw. Um, I had to get it up on the big screen. Then we get the bachelor party. It's Johnny uh, Gargano, the zombie ref, Cameron Grimes, Odyssey Jones, and Drake Maverick. They do go-karts, they do laser tag, they do axe throwing, they're jumping on trampolines. And then finally, after all of this, Johnny has come to accept Dexter as part of the family. And as I said last week, just wait for Austin Theory to ruin all of this. The WWE wedding, after all, they never go according to plan. Uh, Robert Stone tells Frankie that next week she gets a title shot, which I know Vince is super excited about. Um, May Ying has her debut match, her first match. It's a squash match. She gets the win. Uh, Ciampa has a vignette where he throws another chair because apparently that's his thing now as he sits in a dark room, stands up and throws chairs at walls uh, with one hand. And then in our main event, MSK defeat Lorcan and Birch for the tag titles. Holland and Dunn come down and beat up Lorkin and Birch for losing. So they are no longer a four-man faction, I would assume. I don't know about you, but if two of my friends came down and whooped my ass, I don't think we're going to be friends anymore after I just took a loss. That's just me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. What, are we, what are we swallowing from NXT? Can I just say uh, that bachelor party was perfect? It was everything I wanted and more. Specifically, yeah. that Dexter Loomis was showing a struggling, struggling Johnny Gargano how to throw an axe properly. You saw the look that Johnny gave Dexter Loomis' face. It's like, oh my god! Slowly started captivating by his eyes. Then they go and doing, then then just everyone involved. The 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 callback to Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis. How he's like, hey, you know, like. Money buys everything. How about this? I pay for the wedding. I pay for the bachelor party. And 
like water under the bridge and they went ahead and just like were butting that up which is something that johnny was concerned about is who the fuck was paying for everything and then the zombie from their fucking match was actually there and then yes do you do you you think that dexter loomis's creepy zombie sisters are going to be bridesmaids (laughs) i don't know but i'm waiting for next week to find out i'm curiously waiting to find out and then man we know that Drake Maverick is a funny character guy, and I thought he was perfect to have for this bachelor party. But Odyssey Jones was cracking me up, too. Odyssey Jones has a lot of character. He's one of these guys, along with Carmelo Hayes, that I'm super high on and this new regime of NXT that I hope really gets elevated sometime soon. And I'm really glad those were the two finalists in the breakout tournament because those were the, my two favorites in that breakout tournament. NXT 2.0. NXT 2.0. 2.0. Maybe it's their dark elevation show, and NXT is going to be on Tuesdays. We'll see. We'll see. Hmm. Uh, you want to cover another show? <laughs> well, no. If it's like dark elevation and it's only on YouTube, we won't be covering that either. So I don't blame you. I don't cover. I don't cover main event. I don't cover two hundred five live. I ain't covering fucking anything they put on YouTube. Sorry, can't do it. Yeah, we don't even cover NXT UK. Don't yeah. have time. Not, enough Not unless you want to listen to a three-hour podcast, and I ain't got time for that shit. Sometimes yeah. it's a three-hour podcast, man. Sometimes it runs three no, hours. It's not. No, it's not. Um, Ember Moon and uh, and yeah, Hayley Hayley Ray. Ray. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a yeah, yeah. that was. A I have been that. singing Ember Moon's praises since the first time I saw her in NXT. She's a phenomenal talent. I really hope they find something that works for her that they are going to invest in and utilize and bank on. Mm-hmm. She had a great start in NXT. She got to the main roster and they made her some weird, like bookworm unsure of herself character that didn't really do shit. She came back as a badass. They put her with Shotzi the fire pit was fantastic. And they stole Shotzi up to the main roster to not use her. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. So we need something for Ember. Um, I was really hoping Ember was going to win that NXT title off of uh, Raquel or um, something because I was all for another title run from Ember Moon. I think she deserves it. NXT is great for her if they do that, and I want to see that. So nothing but good for her. And then Kaylee Ray, longest. You know, everyone talks about Kaylee Ray being the longest reigning women's champion and however long, blah, blah. Like COVID happened. She couldn't defend the fucking title. Let's not ignore the fact that Kaylee Ray and Walter had like six months off on vacation and they just added that onto the title run. Like, I feel like that should be struck from the record because it's not like they were doing shit. They were on lockdown. They couldn't, but that's neither here nor there. That's I, f- I feel like NXT UK champions hold just have very long title reigns in general. Very Pete long. Dunn had a very long one. I think maybe Tyler Bay had a very short one. That's the only one I can think of. I think Tony Storm had a, a, a very lengthy reign, like at least longer than most main roster uh, reigns or uh, even NXT reigns. Just NXT UK in general, just lets their champions hold on to the title for a few months. Well, Rhea and Tony both didn't hold it that long. Hmm. I don't know. I'll take okay, over going back, Go back to Amber Moon. Congratulations. She did good on her weight loss. She, yeah. she looks good. She looks real good, so. Yeah, she those cakes, the, the, those cakes she hit on Kaylee Ray, man, those those look pretty good too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
I feel like I, I intentionally keep, did something. I will keep my, my 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 comments to myself because I am sleepy and I'm, I'm so and the the anything is I'm not liable for anything I say when I'm sleepy. So I just go say okay. I got I got a question for you, Vince. You're from yeah. Chicago. Obviously, you've been to Portillo's. Yes. Outside of beef, what is Portillo's famous for? Hot dogs. Their chocolate cake. Their chocolate cake. Chocolate cakes, the French fries. The cheese fries. Chocolate shake. cake shake. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So what you're saying is you are swallowing Ember Moon's chocolate cake shake. All day, every day, and twice on Sunday. <laughs> we got a Portillo's here. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they had them out there in Indiana. Yeah. Oh, speaking it's... a whole different language now. Yeah. If you come uh, to Chicago, you got to go to Portillo's. It, well, Definitely. All right, bet. Or Indiana. Or Indiana. Or Indiana. Okay. Is it but, like a... Well, but if, you come, if you come to Chicago, not only do you get Smack It Raw, but you get Getcho. So I there's a two, right. two for one. two for one here. I want to get you. I just want to get Getcho. So, I'm, real quick, breaking news, uh, since we're on the subject, uh, as long as everything goes well, next Saturday, uh, and I, I didn't get approval to say this, so Justin might be mad at me, but uh, next Saturday, I should be guest starring on Get Your Podcast uh, with the boys. Next, so, next Saturday is my birthday. Matt, you know what that means? Birthday. What does that mean? I was also invited by Justin and Get Show to show up next Saturday God and meet damn at the it. studio. So you weren't gonna get it by yourself. So I mean, I still got a week. I could make that happen. I'd be like, "Hey, Justin, can you just cancel Vince? Tell him we're not doing the show." And then we'll no, Justin loves me too much, man. Justin loves me. Cancel man. Vince. Look, cancel Vince and put me on. Just make it my birthday. Make it my birthday. I'll take that. No, nah, no, nah, but uh. I, I was gonna ask is if it was gonna be a smack a smack in a raw getcho like collab or if it was just gonna be me. Honestly, I didn't care. I was like, I'll just show up. Worst case, like best case scenario is a surprise, and I meet Matt for the first time. So there's always that. So yeah, look look forward to an episode of Get Show Podcast coming out very soon, featuring me and apparently uh, Vince as well. Matt. This is a good thing because now I can personally hand deliver you the signed Alistair Black shirt that I have. Did you find it? I've been had it. I just had it in my closet. I just didn't want to like. Because you I'm, said you were going to mail it to me. And I'm a constant procrastinator. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat what I am. We're talking about NXT. Uh, what else are we swallowing from NXT? We, we, we swallowed Ember Moon, her match <laughs> with Kaylee Ray, her chocolate cake shake, uh, her weight loss. We swallowed uh, the bachelorette and bachelor parties, uh, which were fantastic. The main event. EO and Zoe. EO and Zoe getting the win. I know Young Kings is happy about Zoe Stark, uh, Vegas' own, holding mm-hmm. on to those titles. Um, not a fan of Team Casey. Not a big fan of them. They're they lost, kind of... so that should be a good thing. I know they're a good thing. I just like I'm just not a big fan of them. I just felt like throwing out that fun fact out there for you guys. I will say this though. They're like one of the few in the whole company women's tag teams, if not the only one. Is it yeah. another at this point? I, I mean, other than the fire pit, which are no longer a thing. Like, and I don't really consider Nazi and not uh, Nazi Shotzi like a legit team like that. I would much rather see them separate. I will say that. But um, that's just me. Uh oh. 
He just got booed. Shame it's all um, day. I like that um one E and two E got the boot because um I I'm much yeah I'm I'm kind of tired of the, that whole group being together. I it would be fine if like they did something <laughs> with them and they had a name and like they were an actual faction like they were the yeah. kings of NXT but that was when McAfee was there and then it was this weird three man group that didn't have a name and they brought yeah. in Holland and then like Pete Dunn's kind of going for the main title but like not really and. Yeah. I think the thing for me that just I didn't like... Will you like, turn your camera on, motherfucker? <laughs> I think the thing I didn't really like is uh, Lorcan and Birch's Dan, Danny Birch and only Lorcan's theme song is very babyface-esque and the vibe they're trying to give off just doesn't mesh well with uh, Rich Holland and Pete Dunne. So I just kind of feel like Rich Holland and Pete Dunne fit perfectly. You know who they should do is bring over Mustache Mountain, turn them heel, and recreate British Strong Style along with Rich Holland as their muscle. That would be good. That'd be good TV. And plus, Mustache Mountain has been on NXT UK forever ago. Like I I feel like Trent Seven and Tyler Bate have done just about everything they can do over there. Yeah. I say do it. Not a bad idea. Swallowing yeah, anything MSK else? For the win. MSK yeah, for the win. Yeah, MSK. We know. Uh, MSK. Did you have anything specifically about Zio? Oh, uh, Zio. Eo and Zoe. Uh, Zio. We found Power Rangers now, man. What, what's going yes, on? Yes, Power Rangers Zio. Um, JJ, that match mm. specifically you want to talk about or just that match overall? The match overall. Um, JJ is um, ready for bed. That's what she's trying to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm going down. All right. Well, we'll we'll end this uh, here pretty quick then. Uh, what about spitting? What are we spitting from NXT? Fuck, I had a spit. I had a fucking spit, and I just forgot it. Uh, probably Frankie Mano getting a title shot. I don't care. I, honestly, I'm indifferent because I don't really care for Raquel Gonzalez right now as champion. So her challenging Raquel for the championship is just like whatever. That's going to be my bathroom break match. And it's not because it's a women's match. It's because I don't care about the specific characters. I love me good women's wrestling. I just don't care about those two specific wrestlers. So it does mean no difference, to be honest. Uh, I think I want to spit... Yeah, I can't think of anything I want to spit right now. Give me a sec. I had nothing to spit. I had this person. I'm watching NXT probably my, since I started back working. So I had nothing to spit. Me either, really. I can't think of anything on top. Matt, anything? If you say something, I might bounce off of it, but I can't think of anything on top of my head. Diamond Mine Creed Brothers debut in an enhancement match. Didn't really care for it. Didn't do, I don't give a fuck about the Creed Brothers. They look nothing like Apollo. Um, so I don't know where that name came from, but uh, I okay, so sue me here, man. But I actually kind of enjoyed the Creed brothers in the ring. I just another, they're another AOP, they're another Ascension, they're another big, strong, dominant tag team that NXT is going to build up that WWE won't do shit with, and they look stupid in those singlets. I, I I will say that the gear I wasn't a fan of, but once they actually got into the ring and how, how hitting they were, the amateur wrestling, the suplexes, I love that kind of style of wrestling. A lot of the custom wrestlers that I make in WWE 2K have a lot of suplexes and tosses and, and stuff. 
they wear singlets? I love no. They always wear trunks, just like uh, just like AJ Styles or MSK. My right. yeah, yeah, like tights, like the pants, kind of like. Well, you said trunks. Trunks and tights are different. I thought I said tights. No, you said trunks. Trunks are like the speedo, like what Adam Cole wears. Uh, oh no, 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 I meant tights. I meant tights. Okay, yeah, I meant okay. tights. Uh, they all wear singlets. We know. But yeah, I, I want to go ahead and swallow them in ring, but I want to spit their gear because I thought it was trash. Uh, yeah. I want to swallow uh, Legato the Fantasma being on our television because they were missing last week. And uh, what is it? Uh, what, what's the what's the new chick's name? Like Lopez something. Electra Lopez. Electra Lopez. I like her. When when did, a, when did we go back to swallowing? We finished swallowing. You were done swallowing. I know, but I just said I remember because you were spitting the uh, the Creed brothers, and I want to say I'm like, oh, I forgot I wanted to swallow the Creed brothers. Ask ask him what he's swallowing. What are you swallowing, Jesus? Well, also, uh, uh, Hit Row. Yeah, I ain't gonna never not swallow Hit Row. My bad. I forgot. <laughs> You're killing it. Uh, I, I wish they had done more on TV and it wasn't just a, a vignette, but uh, no, yeah. Hit Row's killing it. Uh, my last swallow, I wasn't a fan of the Mei Ying uh, debut. Yeah, I thought it was, good. I was like, maybe I feel like I expected more for it. What more could you expect? She won. It was an enhancement match. I don't know. I didn't. I, I, Do you want to see her reach down and rip the girl's soul out and eat it? Like, what more could you ask yes, for? Yes, that's exactly was what I wanted. Like, what do you mean? Like, was it like, did you think she was gonna be taller or something? I think, <laughs> I think the height. I think the height threw me off. The gear threw me off. Oh my the... gosh! Look! 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 Y'all. It's all. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Matt. No, I it's almost two o'clock. It's almost two o'clock. I have been up. It's almost twenty-four hours. I'm going yeah, on twenty-two up. hours now. Yeah, I've been up since five, so I feel you. No, <laughs> with that being said, are we spitting or swallowing NXT? Swallowing. Swallow. Swallowing. Just a bachelor party alone swallows. All right, JJ. What was your favorite show this week? Uh, uh, I mean, Dynamite. Dynamite. Justin. Dynamite. I had it just even though it had its faults, probably SmackDown. I'm also gonna go with SmackDown and Big Booty Brock. And I'm gonna go NXT because of the Bachelor Party. So as per JJ, Justin, Vince, and myself per popular vote, SmackDown is the best show of the week, as per the Smack and Raw podcast. Uh JJ, if you want anyone to. Let them know where they can find you on Twitter and follow you. JJ underscore Ren, R-E-N-N. And JJ loves her some podcasts. She is a person who will give you feedback. She loves wrestling. She's always talking about it. So definitely a good follow. So please go follow her. Justin, we just plugged you not too long ago on the Star Wars episode we did for all the awesome work you did. Look forward to a brand new beat. (laughs) For a return to wrestling in a month when that episode drops uh, on YouTube, if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, uh, will be the first episode with the beat that Justin did. Let them know where they can find you and uh, hit you up if they need some work done. I'm everywhere. Um, mostly Jay Lynn on the beat on all of the socials. Um, Heel Tactics underscore was going to be my podcast, but I think that's not going to be a thing anymore. Um, 
That's about it. Yeah. So I was going to start a podcast, but I'm not a host. I'm like a third mic at best. So yeah. <laughs> okay. That's me. I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna hype you up a little bit like wreak havoc does with Kitty Kinsey baby baby. Cause like <laughs> okay, if Mitch. you guys if yeah. you guys what? <laughs> don't do it. No. No. Let him let him just a little bit. I need it. <laughs> okay. Okay. We can, we okay. can let JJ go home. We can let her go All to right, sleep, and I, and I can go on my rant, my little soliloquy. I mean, her, you, JJ cutting me off is actually making me run a little bit longer. Just just saying, JJ, you you screwing yourself oh, over here. Hey, I hey. Love go Vince. <laughs> like Justin's a fantastic producer. He made some fantastic beats for him, but for myself, and not only me, but other shows as well. Like he, this man is genuinely talented, and he's a genuinely fantastic human being, and he's a great person to interact with on social media and in group chats that we're in. Man, like if you want someone to talk sports, talk hoops, talk music, whatever, he's your man. And if you do, if you are an inspiring podcast or other content creator, you should hit him up because. Once he gets up in the up and up and he started charging, you're going to wish you got him on the down low when you got him when he was making his rise and his ascent to being like the top beat maker that he is today. Or he's going to be. I appreciate it. And he did stuff for Straight Talk, which they can find where? Uh, obviously, they can find it in the link of my social media bios at SES Vince. They can also use the link tree, link tree slash SES Vince. But if they want to find some more shameless inspirational meme quotes, they can also follow the Instagram page at Smack in the Raw Pod, which is also there trying to build up the follower count there. So by all means, everybody go and follow and like everything there. I will There's also Twitter at Smack in the Raw Pod as well. You guys can find me on Twitter at Matt Ritter. That's at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Also, Facebook.com slash group slash Smack and Raw. Facebook.com slash Creation World. CreationWorld.com. And at The Creation World, that's T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. On Twitter and Instagram, Creation World is the umbrella under which Smack and Raw Pod exists. And they have other great content and projects coming out. So please go check them out. Super Flash Arrow is still going on. So Facebook.com slash Super Flash Arrow of tomorrow. If you are a fan of the DCCW universe, Mara and Travis do a fantastic job over there. I think we're good. So, yeah. for Daddy Delgado, Pornhub Poppy Vince, Shamus's face JJ, mask. and for Justin, we are smacking oh. it raw, and we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. What would Seamus do? Bye. What would Bye. Seamus do, guys? <laughs>